You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome. You are listening to America's Web Radio, and this is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz. Uh, we've got lots to talk about today, folks, and uh, I'm going to be with you for two hours today. Let's uh, let's all be happy about that. Uh, yeah, well, there's lots to talk about, folks. Uh, the first thing, I, I, I just read this this morning. Uh, so in Seattle, I believe over the weekend, there was a gay pride parade, or, or there is going to be one. I, I'm not sure. I skimmed through this really quick. Uh, but the reason why I'm telling you this is because in Seattle, at this gay parade that happened or is going to happen, they are charging white people. If you come to this pride parade they're charging white people 10 to 50 bucks. They said they're going to do it based on your ability to pay. And now I know you're out there asking, well, Victor, why? Why are the white people going to have to pay? <laughs> well, apparently, these Seattle Pride Gay Parade, or whoever they are that put this thing together, decided that they want to collect reparations. They want to collect reparations. So if you want to go to the park, and let me <laughs> let me point out, the park that they're using in Seattle is a government-owned park. So I, you know, if if one of these white people out there who was charged to get into the park, all they've got to do is file a very simple lawsuit uh, because this is just going to be easy, easy to uh, deal with in the courts. Uh, but that's another story, I guess, for another day. But the fact of the matter is there are people – that have this pride or whatever parade they're doing in a park in Seattle. And if you're white and you just want to go to the park, maybe you want to support pride parade. Maybe you want to be part of that parade. Maybe you, you want to show unity, whatever your reason, whatever. I don't, I don't care. Um, the, but when you're telling white folks that show up, that, yeah, we want your support, but you gotta pay us. Because we're collecting reparations. Folks, this is getting crazy. I mean, you know, it's laughable if it, well, it's laughable anyway. Uh, but this is a serious thing. Now, I want somebody to go and ask these people, what are you doing with the money? What are they going to do with the money? Because I guarantee you, I'm going to be nice, I'm going to be nice, but I guarantee you, that this money isn't going to go to uh, any poor family that might maybe in the area, maybe maybe go to a family that lost its business because Antifa and BLM burned it down in Seattle. Uh, maybe one of the the families uh, where they had a family member that was beaten over the head or beaten just for just for being white and walking down the street uh, in Seattle, or maybe go to a family that. Um, uh, that's related to, oh my gosh, I can't remember. It was a black man's name who supported Trump, and he was beaten and killed. Uh, maybe the the retired police officer that was beaten and killed, uh, shot and killed. Um, I guarantee you the money's not going to them. The money's not going, going to go to the damage that was done in the Seattle by Antifa and by burn loot murder. The money won't go to any of those families. <clears throat> so... I would venture to tell you that any money collected is going to go to the bozos who's running this operation, and then they're just going to go, who knows, maybe they'll collect enough to go buy themselves a million-dollar mansion like the starter of BLM, that group. Yeah. So, you know, folks, it's just it's, it's amazing things that are going on in the world today. Uh, it, it, we, we, 
you know, the title of today's show, if you guys pay attention to titles, because we do put out a title for my shows, um, today's title is Hard Truths. Well, I want to get into some hard truths today, uh, stuff that you're not going to hear on uh, in the mainstream media. You're darn sure never going to hear a Democrat tell you or agree with what I'm going to tell you today, even though what I'm going to tell you today is straight up history. It's verifiable history. Everything I'm going to get into today, folks, every hard truth I'm going to tell you today is verifiable by history, by videos, um, you name it, and you can verify it. You can go to that wonderful thing we call the interwebs, and you're going to be able to verify everything, every hard truth I'm going to give you today. Now, you may not be able to find some of these hard truths or the full story going through Google or Bing or or Apple or searches, but... Um, but if you do a DuckDuckGo search, which I implore you, if you haven't changed your browser to DuckDuckGo, you need to do so. You need to have that as, as one of your options. Because when you're looking for both sides of an issue and you're looking for the truth of an issue or you want to know the truth and full history of events in this country, uh, you're going to need to use DuckDuckGo because big tech filters and tries to hide a lot of hard truths. And that's just a fact that is a fact. You see Twitter do it every day. That You see Instagram do it every day. You see Facebook doing it. All the big tech guys, you see them do it every day, trying to either cancel somebody or, or shut somebody down, block an account just for telling the truth. Uh, YouTube does it. People get put in YouTube jail all the time just for speaking the truth. My goodness, we had a doctor show, another show on America's Web Radio on this wonderful station who was giving the truth, real data, the actual scientific data, and he got put in Facebook and uh, YouTube jail. So so anyway, so I'm going to tell you some hard truths today <clears throat> because we, we, you need to know these things. Um, and pardon my voice, I had a little bit of a cold. Yes, I caught it in Mexico. No, it wasn't the Coronas. We went over that last week. Uh, it's just a simple cold. I call it the Guatemala flu. I seem to have caught the Guatemala flu two weeks ago when I was down there at the Guatemala-Mexican border. Uh, <clears throat> so pardon me. Pardon my voice. And every now and then I'm going to have to go away from the mic. I might have to call for clear my throat. So bear with me. I, I, I will apologize in advance. Uh, but anyway, so... All right, let me move on to some some hard truths, folks. I'm just going to start and get right into this. So be sure, be be. It's a little southern coming out there. Be sure you stay tuned for for the all the two hours today if you if you can. If you can't listen to the two hour show today, um, then go back and listen to it anytime you want. Uh, once you know, once the show is over by late afternoon or this evening, uh, this show will be, as well as all my other shows, will be on just about any podcast platform you find. So you can look up the On Point with Victor show, On Point with Victor, V-I-C-T-O-R, On Point with Victor. You can find it on Spotify, You can, although sometimes Spotify cuts my shows, but uh, yeah, it's another story. Uh, but you can find me on Spotify, you can find me on Apple Podcast, you can find me on TuneIn Podcast. Um, you can even ask Alexa to play the On Point with Victor show, and she'll do it. Uh, so, so I'm all over the place. I'm out there. <clears throat> and you can also go to America's Web Radio anytime, americaswebradio.com, and you'll find all my archive shows. You just need to look for On Point with Victor. Uh, so make sure you do that. So if you, don't, if you can't hear and tune in all, all the two hours today, or if you missed last week's show, 
which was a darn good one if I do say so myself, uh, then you need to uh, go onto the podcast and listen to them anytime you want. So, all right, folks. So let's let, let me move on again into some of these hard truths, you know, because look, this is the On Point with Victor show. I, I, I'm not letting up. We aren't letting up here at America's Web Radio, and we will not stop. And as always, with the On Point with Victor show, you're getting common sense and logic. Common sense and logic is always going to rule the day, and history is going to rule the day. So let me get to something here right away because, you know, um, last week we had Juneteenth, and now Juneteenth is going to be a federal holiday, um, which, you know, some of you have been asking for my opinion. And and this is going to be part of the hard truths, and this is going to be the hard truth I want to get into the first one today. Um, because I'm going to tell you the origins of Juneteenth. And and it is a good thing to make it a federal holiday, folks, because it is about time that we educate everyone in the country. What you, If you don't know what Juneteenth stands for, I'm going to get into it. But basically, it was when the Republicans freed the slaves from the Democrats. Yeah, that's a hard truth. And and you know what? We're going <laughs> to I'm going to get into some more today. But we should always celebrate the day that the Republicans freed the slaves from the Democrats. Folks, the the history of the Democrat Party, I I'll let me deviate a little bit. You know, we're in this cancel culture. You know, it's everybody needs to be, has to be canceled. The woke uh media and the woke um mobs are going after anyone they disagree with and they want to go back and they want to cancel. If you wrote something 50 years ago, they want to cancel you unless you have a D by your name. If you have a D by your name and you participated in some of the horrible things the Democrat Party participated in over the years, folks, um, apparently you, you're guarded from being canceled. If you agree with the Biden administration or if you agree with the wokeism, um, then you won't be canceled. But if you're a Democrat and you disagree or or, or misspeak or you have done something um, years and years ago, apparently you won't be woke as long as you're touting the line. Although, I will say this, there are some Democrats and, and um, Democrat supporters and left-leaning activists who are starting to get canceled now by the woke crowd because the woke crowd is starting to become even more intolerant than they have been. Uh, so, but let me get back to this, uh, folks. I, I am not using hyperbole. I am not joking when I say that we should celebrate when the Republicans freed the slaves from the Democrats. I'm being honest, uh, and, and and that truth should be celebrated. You know, one thing that we can't do is let somebody like Biden come along and try to convince you and me, the black people and brown people, that he's some kind of great white hope. Um. Joe Biden signing Juneteenth into look. Let me remind you, uh, the Trump administration. It was it was President Trump that suggested making Juneteenth a federal holiday. You're not going to hear that, but it was President Trump's. Joe Biden has been in politics for 50 years, and not once has he suggested Juneteenth Juneteenth be a, a national federal holiday, at least not that I know of. Uh, and. For eight years, the Obama administration with uh, Dementia Joe, I'm, you know, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice. With Joe Biden as VP for eight years, did they make Juneteenth a federal holiday? No, they did not. And there was a period of time when the Obama regime with Joe Biden as VP and, and the Democrats controlled the House and the Democrats. They had everything, and they didn't do it. They didn't even try. They didn't even suggest it. And then here we are today 
with wokeism being what it is and cancel culture being what it is and and uh, the Democrats continually trying to divide the American people, the Democrats continually trying to convince uh, people that, that they're inherently racist, the Democrats, while controlling the government since, I mean, my goodness, folks, look at history at how many of the years from – Oh my goodness! Let's just say the past two hundred years. Let's just say the past hundred years. How many, how many of those years were controlled by the Democrats? But yet they want to say they're systemic racism. Well, if they're systemic racism, then you have to cancel the Democrats. You have to cancel those Democrat politicians. Uh, but they don't want to talk about that, folks. They don't want to talk about how long and how many years they've been in control over the past years. They want to they want to forget yesterday. They want to forget all history and just be about tomorrow. And they want tomorrow to be what they tell you. And, and folks, this is what I mean. This is why when I say it's time to wake up, when I say it's time to divorce the D, when I say to beware of establishment politicians, establishment Republicans included, this is what I mean. We cannot allow politicians to rewrite history and then use that rewritten history to divide the American people against each other. Folks, if you look throughout history, every, every tyrannical government or every tyrannical leader that has come to power – and toppled places like Venezuela and Cuba and, and, and Russia. And, I mean, look at China. You look at all these countries across his, uh, throughout the time of history. They divided their people to gain power. When you can get your populace to fight each other, when you can convince somebody that they're oppressed because of their skin color, to this day they're oppressed, and you can convince them that, convince them to blame someone else for their shortcomings, then you're just dividing the people, and, and, and a divided people can't stand. And a divided people is the opposite of a unity, of unity. And a country's not going to survive with this much division. And who benefits? Do these so-called oppressed people benefit? No. Do the poor, do the downtrodden benefit? No. Only the elitist politician that is lying to you and trying to pit you against your neighbor. Only that poli- that elitist politician, they gain the power. That's how they secure power. They gain power. Um, and, and these people, these elected politicians right now in the establishment, mostly Democrats, they want perpetual power. And they want perpetual power over you. And, and that's what, what, what I'm getting to with, with these hard truths and these things that I'm going to talk about today. Um, so let me let me get back. Let me let me go back in in the words of Jen Psaki, <laughs> you know Biden's press secretary. Let's circle back. Let's circle back to Juneteenth. So, folks, Juneteenth happened in Texas. Juneteenth happened in that wonderful, awesome, freedom loving, liberty loving red state. Oh, you know all those MAGA hat wearers. That's the state of Texas. That's where Juneteenth happened, folks. In fact. Juneteenth has been celebrated for years and years, for decades and decades, in the state of Texas and in many other parts of the country of the United States. It's been that way for decades and decades. But you won't hear that from the Democrats. You didn't hear the Democrats trying to celebrate, not until they felt they could use it to divide people and gain more power. But let me get back to this. So Juneteenth, where did it come from? It happened in Texas. It happened when a nice good old Major General Gordon Granger, when Major General Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston, Texas, folks, in 1866. 
He delivered a message. He delivered a general. He delivered a general order. Number three. So we're going to take a break, and when I get back, I'm going to tell you how this ended up being Juneteenth. Don't go anywhere. We'll we'll be right back. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, then the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised your right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmbhof.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. Okay, folks. So let me continue with what happened in Texas. So in 1866, so General uh, Gordon Granger arrived in Galveston, Texas, and delivered General Order Number 3. So, which was to free, you know, basically, hey, the slaves will be freed or are going to, they're going to be freed. You know, Juneteenth was the beginning of the unraveling of slave. It didn't, it wasn't the actual day that all slaves were free, but it was the day that started to unravel slavery. It was the day that said, hey, slaves will be freed. And uh, that order was issued in Galveston, Texas, on Juneteenth by Major General Gordon Granger. Uh, So you see, folks, it was the Republic of Texas that was acting to better America. In 1866, the Republic of Texas was making America great again. (laughs) You see, we didn't need Joe Biden to come and try and be this great white hope. (laughs) I mean... This is the history that the Democrats would die if the majority of the United States citizens knew this. But unfortunately, many people don't. And look, I I understand why so many of you out there do not know this history of the U.S. I understand it because, my goodness, folks, look, you guys know I'm Hispanic. I, I'm considered a brown guy. And for years from when I was from kindergarten uh, up and through until I got to college, I was told I had to be a Democrat. I was told brown skin equals Democrat. Brown skin equals the letter D. And folks, that is that is just that is asinine. Uh, and and 
if anyone tells you you should believe a certain way because of the color of your skin, then you should be in immediately you should doubt and question what the person and the group that's telling you that. So, uh, but that's what I was told for most most of my life. Only when I was in Mexico, when I, is when I didn't hear anything about skin color. Uh, so, so figure that one out. You know, when I and the, much of my childhood I spent in Mexico, in Mexico City, uh, and, and in different places around Mexico, and I grew up learning two languages there, and and. Uh, you know, it was just different. It was different. Uh, but then the time I did most of my schooling, though, here in the United States and 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 was told brown skin equals Democrat. And by the time I got to high schools, when I started questioning some things, my latter part of high school, uh, because, folks, look, up until then, up until going through high school, I, I was told brown skin had to be Democrat and that the United States wasn't great. I mean, I kept was being told at all turns that, oh, the United States isn't the best. It isn't this. It isn't that. It was being told these things. And then by the time I got into my latter years of, of, of high school, I started to question things. You know why? Maybe it was because I had the gift or the fortunes or, or the, the blessings to be able to grow up in two worlds, one being the United States, one being Mexico, because I grew up seeing abject poverty in Mexico. And then would be here in the United States and people telling me that the U.S. wasn't the best and the U.S. had faults and blah, 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 and, and, and talking about poverty. <clears throat> but there was never, ever, ever have I seen poverty in the United States like I've seen in third world countries. And so being a child and growing up and, and, and having awesome family, you know, my parents and, and my uncles and grandmothers and grandfathers who, who took me, mostly uncles and cousins and my parents, but that that showed me parts of Mexico where there was true abject poverty. Um, I saw that as a kid, and I see it as an adult now. Um, but anyway, uh, but all my life was told brown skin equals Democrat, and the U.S. You know, people just da- bad mouthing the United States, the country that we live in, the country that you should love. And so by the time I got to my latter part of high school, I started questioning things. And then in college, I really questioned things. And, and that's what I'm asking you guys to do now. So I am not surprised if you are one of my black listeners. Uh, I don't care Republican or Democrat. If you're one of my brown Hispanic listeners, don't care Republican or Democrat. If you're an Asian listener, don't care Republican or Democrat. I don't care. But if you're a listener to me and you're listening to me now, uh, and you, and, and you white folks do, and you don't know this history that I'm telling you, uh, I, I'm not surprised because there is an effort and has been an effort by the federal government of the United States, the establishment Democrats and some in the establishment Republicans. There has been an effort ongoing to control education so that they can control what is being taught. And especially when you look at the Democrats, they want to rewrite this history. The Democrats of today do not want you to know what the Democrats of yesterday, and I'm talking way back when, they don't want you to know what that party stood for. But I'm going to tell you today, and everything I'm telling you folks can be verified through the books of history if you want to read about it, or through videos if you want to look them up <clears throat> on the interwebs. But uh, so let me let me circle back once again to 1866. So we're we're in Texas. We're in Galveston. General Gordon Granger delivered uh, General Order Number Three, saying the slaves will be freed. And this was in Galveston, Texas. This became Juneteenth. Um, that has been celebrated annually 
June 19th, in case you were questioning, June, that's why it's called Juneteenth, June 19th, 1866, since then, the Juneteenth, June 19th has been celebrated annually by many people in Texas and many people across the, the, the United States. They didn't need Joe Biden and the Democrats to come along today to try to rewrite history and last week and tell you that we're making it a federal holiday. Now it'll be recognized. No, folks, it has been recognized for decades and decades and decades and decades and decades and decades um, since 1866. But you're not told that. Why? Ask yourself why. So let me remind you. <clears throat> so this is some more hard truths that I'm about to get into, folks. So you pull yourself in close and listen to me and listen to me well. Because this is the stuff the mainstream media will never tell you and the Democrat Party will never, ever admit to, nor do they want you to know. But it's all there for you to go look up if you want to verify it. So... In 1865, as we're leading up to 1866, and, and we're leading up to that time when General Major General Gordon Granger rode into Galveston, and, 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 and basically Juneteenth was born, as we're heading into that. So in 1865, you want me to remind you what the Democrat Party was up to? In 1865, the Democrat Party was developing a group, a club, a club, so to speak. Some of you may have heard of this club. In 1865, the Democrats were creating what is known and became known as the Ku Klux Klan, the KKK. That's what your Democrats were up to in 1865. Folks, this is true history. It, it, it may hurt for some of you to hear this, but it is the truth. The Democrat Party of today that wants to cancel so many people, why aren't they canceling themselves? Because this is the history of the Democrat Party. And, and like I said before, Juneteenth didn't free the slaves all at once, but it was the day that slavery began to unravel. And that is the day that is celebrated. Juneteenth, the beginning of the end of slavery. And it's been celebrated for years, folks, since 1866. And you wouldn't know that. The mainstream media is not going to tell you, and the Democrats darn sure don't want you to know. But like I said, in 1865, what was the Democrat Party up to? They Well, I say Democrat Party, but these were Democrat officials, Democrats who, went, who later became elected as Democrat politicians. They were forming a group known as the KKK. Now, my point here is that we can't allow Democrats... To rewrite history today. We can't allow critical race theory to be taught in our schools today because critical race theory is basically rewriting history and, and they're trying to tell you to judge everything by skin color um, and, and they want you to hate your own country. That's what CRT is. So we can't allow Democrats. We cannot allow them to rewrite <clears throat> the Democrat Party and Democrats did not create Juneteenth. The progressives did not create Juneteenth. The great Republic of Texas created Juneteenth. So let that settle in. We're going to take our next break. I know, folks, it goes fast. Uh, but let's take our next break, and uh, we'll get into more when we come back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. 
If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, folks. Uh, look, <clears throat> if you want to look me up, and you should, because <laughs> you should follow me on, uh, I am on the Facebook and I'm on Instagram. Uh, other than that, I can't stand social media. Look, I don't even like those two platforms, but because of this radio show and because of America's Web Radio, I do engage on uh, some limited social media. So look me up. It's Victor Armendariz. Make sure you spell that name correct. A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z. It's Victor Armendariz. You can find me on Facebook, Radio Victor. You can find me on Instagram, Radio Victor, Radio Victor. So find me. Look me up. Um, And as always, if you want to challenge me, if you want to debate, whatever, um, or support, you can uh, you can always contact me at victor at americaswebradio dot com. Victor at americaswebradio dot com. So, uh, look, folks, tell everyone, tell your friends, everyone. This show's growing so fast, the On Point with Victor show. So keep telling people about it, and let me go ahead and thank all of you listeners. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of you listening. Uh, we have listeners uh, through across the United States. So. I'm very humbled by that. Uh, so thank you so much. So all right, let's get back into <clears throat> get back into some hard truths. So you know when we left to go to that break, I told you <laughs> that it was not the Democrats, it was not the progressives, it was not Joe Biden, it was not Guatemala Harris, it was not AOC, it was none of these people. It wasn't Pelosi, it wasn't Schumer, none of these Democrats or progressives, none of them created Juneteenth. None of them. It was the great Republic of Texas in 1866. You know, the freedom-loving, liberty-loving, barrel-whiskey-shot-taken, gun-toting Texans. In fact, one that's across from me over here is a fine Texan in David that you guys hear from every now and then, the owner of the station. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the legend, David. So... Look, it was it was Texas. It was the people of Texas. It was those MAGA hat wearing people of Texas back in 866 that loved this country so much that they were making it better back then. But that's the history you're not going to hear about. You're not going to be told and and you're not going to be taught. 
Uh, so let me let me give you some more examples, folks, of what I'm talking about and in these hard truths. Um, as usual, the Democrats are playing catch up. They're playing catch up to what the what the Republicans did back then, and and what what other good freedom, liberty minded libertarians, independent minded people thinking did. Uh, once again, the Democrats are playing catch up, and the Democrats look what they do. Look what they do when they jump on these issues and try to rewrite them, and then they try to take credit for them, and then they try to blame the Republicans. The sins of the Democrat Party they try to put on the Republicans. And look, I am not telling you that the Republican Party is some sainthood great party because the establishment wing of that party isn't anything to run home about. But the Republican Party, the history of the Republican Party is far better than the history of the Democrat Party. And look, the history of the Republican Party back in the day, uh, they were freedom constitution-loving Americans, and, and, and those politicians were not what today's establishment has turned into. But that's a whole other discussion for a whole other day. Uh, but, but let me but, – but my point is today with these hard truths is, is to show you some, some more examples. So um, – and I already mentioned that we've got to stop allowing elected officials in Washington, D.C. control the education of our kids throughout this country. We we cannot allow that. We've we've got to this. We've got to put a stop to. Um, they're never going to teach the true history of the Democrat Party. They're just not going to do it, um, folks. Abraham Lincoln. Let me remind you, was a Republican. Always a Republican. He was never a Democrat. <laughs> so uh, that ought to tell you something. Uh, in fact, when you hear Democrats talk about Lincoln or reference Lincoln, they'll never tell you that he was a Republican. They don't tell you he's a Democrat, although there may be some schools. I have seen examples where some schools have tried to tell their students that Lincoln was a Democrat. He was not. He was a Republican. Um, but there are – I've seen instances where people have brought up Lincoln on the left, and they just – they leave out that he was a Republican. They don't – they didn't – in those instances, they didn't say he was a Democrat. They just didn't say what he was. They didn't say what party he was with, and they did that on purpose. So, um, all right, let me give you some more examples. So think about when you were taught about, or if your kids today are being taught about FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Um, when he's taught, and when I learned about him, he was always the working projects guy, the 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 New Deal guy, the, the guy who was doing everything for the people. Uh, he was the World War II guy. And, and look, I'm not knocking completely FDR. There were some good things about FDR, of course, of course. Um, but I'm just pointing out to you how history is taught and how it's not taught and what's conveniently left out. Now, when you learn history, you should be taught all of it. So think about it. When you learned about FDR uh, or find out when your child or kid is learning about FDR, they're taught that he's the working projects guy, he's the World War II guy, and he's the New Deal guy, and he did all these things. But what you're not taught, he was also the only president in the history of the United States to put United States citizens in an internment camp. FDR did that. A Democrat president did that. By executive order... Franklin Delano Roosevelt put Japanese citizens into an internment camp. Not Japanese citizens from Japan, but citizens of the United States who happened to be Japanese heritage. He put them, round them up, 
and put them into an internment camp. They were protected by the United States Constitution, or at least should have been. But this president, a Democrat, through an executive order, created an internment camp and wound up these United States citizens and put them in it. Not a Republican president, a Democrat president. So when you hear AOC and her moronic squad, and you hear Pelosi and you hear Schumer and you hear all these other Democrats in Washington, (coughs) when you hear them, when you hear them accuse President Trump of being a, 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 a tyrannical leader or uh, they accused him of being a fascist and all these other things they accused him of, they were just projecting themselves onto him. You know, they accused Trump over and over. Even today, they accuse Trump of being Nazism and Nazi this and Nazi that. Donald Trump never did anything that would have been done by a Nazi government. But you know who did? A Democrat president by the name of FDR. Uh, he's the one who put United States citizens in an internment camp. Um, folks, it happened. It happened. And uh, this is just history that should be taught. Uh, when you teach, when you learned about Woodrow Wilson, um, and when you're, again, if you've got kids in school, make sure you pay attention when they learn about Woodrow Wilson. Um, they're never taught that Woodrow Wilson was the segregation guy. He was <laughs> a president who brought segregation into the federal government. He was a Democrat. He was not a Republican. Modern segregation as we know it came from Woodrow Wilson, a Democrat. He was a Democrat president. He was a Democrat when he was president. He was a Democrat when he wasn't president. And he was a Democrat till the day he died. Are you starting to understand? Are you are you saying, look, folks, I, I don't want to put any of you against each other. All I want you to do is if you have been a sycophant to the Democrat Party, if you've been told for years like I was that just because my skin is brown that I should be a Democrat, it's time for you to question things. If you are black and you're listening to me right now and you've been told that you have to be Democrat, you need to question that. You need to question that. And, and look, I'm not saying to go run and jump in the lap of an establishment Republican. I'm not telling you to do that. <laughs> I'm not telling you to go play footsies with the first Republican you can find. I'm telling you to be an independent-minded, freedom-loving American. Stand with your fellow Americans. Stop looking at things through a D lens or an R lens. Why don't you look at your neighbor as a, a an American, a fellow American, and see what you can come together on? Because there's a lot more that you're going to probably agree on than you're going to disagree with. And and so if you've been told by the Democrat Party for years, like I have been, that just because of the skin color, you need to believe with them, lock, step, step and barrel, lock, stock and barrel, that you every decision you 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 make needs to be in support of the Democrat Party because of the color of your skin, that's pretty messed up, folks. That is a party that is taking advantage of you and trying to hold you back by using the color of your skin. Ladies and gentlemen, (coughs) excuse me, Martin Luther King wasn't a Democrat, and for that reason, because he did not want you, he didn't want him, he didn't want his family, he didn't want his kids, he didn't want generations to be 
judged by the color of their skin. He wanted them to be judged by the content of their character. Are you hearing any Democrat today tell you to judge someone by the content of their character? No. You're being told that you need to hate white people because they're systemically racist. You're being told, you the, you black listeners of mine my, and my brown listeners, we are all being told to hate white people because they're his systemically racist. You've got white academics who are sycophants to the Democrat Party telling you and me and other and their and, and other people that yeah, it's okay, hate white people. They're racist and they don't know it. It's not true, folks. It's not true. I have got wonderful, wonderful friends. And some of them are white. And never once had they judged me by the color of my skin. My goodness, they don't even judge me for being short. <laughs> now they'll make jokes. <laughs> they will make jokes till the day I die of how short I am. But they don't judge me by the color of my skin. And folks, I am telling you, the majority of this country does not. Especially today. Look around you, folks. Look around you. Look at, look at all the advancements we've made. Look at how many black successful men there are in business. Look at how many black successful entrepreneurs there are. Look at, and, and brown, too. That doesn't happen in a country that's systemically racist. It wouldn't happen and doesn't happen in a country that would be systemically racist. And it happens here in the United States because we are not systemically racist. We're not. And folks, let me tell you something. Your life is going to be way better if you can stop blaming people, others, for your shortcomings. Folks, look, I could blame a lot of stuff on being short. But where's that going to get me? Where's it going to get me? It's not. It's not going to get me anywhere. And I learned that a long time ago. So what do I do? What do I do on the weekends? I take my very high, tall motorcycle, and I take my milk crate. And I put my milk crate next to that bike, and I get step on the milk crate, I get on the bike, and off I go. And I tell you that because I am not down in the dumps on a daily basis because of my height. There's nothing I can do about it. So I overcome. And just as my brown skin isn't going to hold me back. Nowhere. Am I going to meet a mean person? Have I met over my history of my life a a mean person who called me a spick or a wetback? (laughs) Yes. But those words didn't hurt me. I just plunged forward. And I laughed at whoever said that. But that's so far and few between. So far and few between. I'm telling you folks, the United States is a great place and we have great people. You just got to want to see the good and stop being convinced by politicians that there isn't good out there. Because the politicians that's telling you that everyone's against you because of the color of your skin, they are the ones that are holding you down because of the color of your skin. They are. Not people around you that you don't even know. It's the politician. It's the elitist politician that is telling you to vote for them because of the color of your skin, to to bow to them because of your skin color, to give them all power over you because of your skin color. That is the person that is holding you down. That is the person taking advantage of you and your skin color. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. 
people all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back, folks. This is the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, and this is the one and only America's Web Radio. <clears throat> Look, folks, we are broadcasting right out of Georgia, but we brought we hit listeners in Florida, Tennessee, Alabama, California, New York, New Jersey. Um, man, I tell you, Montana, Utah, and I thank all of you. Thank all of you, all of you. Couldn't couldn't do this show without you. And uh, as I mentioned that we can't do this show without you, if you want to become a patron uh, of the On Point with Victor show, please go to America's Web Radio and uh, look up uh, – just click on Patron and become a patron and, and help out this show. We can't do it for free. So uh, thank you. Thank you for those of you out there who already are patrons. Um, Thank you so much, and and uh, for those of you who are listening and maybe new to listening and you like what you're hearing, uh, please be a supporter of the show, and you can go to America's Web Radio and become a patron. And if you've got a business and you want to advertise, we do have spots open for sponsorship and advertisements uh, for America's Web Radio and the On Point with Victor show. So you just let me know. You can email gm at americaswebradio.com, gm at americaswebradio.com, or victor at americaswebradio.com. Okay, folks, so let me give you some more examples um, of what I'm talking about, these hard truths that the Democrats don't want you to know. The, the elected Democrat doesn't want you to know this. The academic doesn't want you to know this. Um, the media doesn't want you to know these things, but these are truths. These are hard truths. This is the history that you need to know. You need to know, especially if you've got brown skin and black skin, um, you need to know this history. So that's why uh, I, this is why I'm coming at you today. This, you know, I didn't plan for today to be a show on race. I did not. But because of of, of what we're seeing with with this woke mobs that are running around the country, with the the idiotic moronic squad led by AOC, the Pelosi's, the Schumer's, everything you're hearing out of the Democrat Party uh, is race, 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 white supremacy, white supremacy, white supremacy. They're dividing the people of the United States, and they're doing it on purpose. Um, so it's because of all of that, and it's because of the pushing of the critical race theory. Look, folks, critical race theory is nothing new. This is a Marxist 
theory that was created by Marxists. It's been around for years and years and years. In fact, you can look up in 1990, gosh, I think 94, uh, there was an article, oh my gosh, I think it was the New York Times, uh, but you can look it up in the in the mid-90s or early 90s. Uh, this newspaper that is ridiculously left today, they actually did a, a, a decent reporting job on critical race theory. Back then, there were academics that were trying to push this crap into the United States, into mainstream U.S. and mainstream education. But it was reported on truthfully back then, and, and it was crushed, and it didn't make it into the schools, at least not on a huge level. But here it is. Here we are in 2021 by the party who tells you they're progressives and by the sheer meaning of progressive means you should be going forward. <coughs> Excuse me. So the party that, that is, tells you they're progressive and they're moving forward, they're dredging up things of the past like critical race theory and trying to push it forward in 2021. I mean, folks, this is, so it is because of all of this that I'm Basically, this show has developed into what it is right now, what I'm telling you today. So let me give you some another example. So the Democrat Party and the media will tell you that the NRA, the, the National Rifle Association, um, they will tell you that it's a racist organization. You will hear today, you're going to hear on Wednesday, I bet, when Biden gives his crime <laughs> report, um, when he's done blaming all white people. I'm sure he's going to reiterate and say that the NRA, the National Rifle Association, is a racist group. Folks, let me tell you the truth. And this is all verifiable. Once again, this is verifiable. You can look it up for yourself. The NRA, the National Rifle Association, was an organization founded in part to arm black people, black Americans in the South. Because the Democrats were hunting them. Now, understand, I, I don't care. Media matters. I just sent them all on a hissy fit. And I know there are Democrats listening to me right now that uh, they're, they're, they're going to they're, they're already starting, I'm sure, to cancel me. And we may end up in YouTube jail. <laughs> but, folks, this is the truth. Look, if, if somebody comes and tells you, oh, that on point with Victor was saying these things – Ask them, was he wrong? Ask them to show you proof if they tell you I am wrong. Because I am not telling you anything that's not verifiable by history. Read your history, folks. Do some research. And if you must, go to the interwebs. If you look hard enough, you'll find the truth. Um, but the NRA, the National Rifle Association, was founded in part to arm black Americans in the South to fight back against Democrats who were hunting them down. That is just a hard truth. That is true history. Folks, there is no Democrat truth or my truth or your truth. There is the truth. There is historical truth. And this is the truth about the NRA. Look, if you're out there and you're a new gun owner, you better be a Republican voter. 
because the Democrat Party, and you're going to hear this on Wednesday, folks. Joe Biden is going to come out on Wednesday, and he's going to talk about crime. He isn't going to talk about the crime wave that's happening because of Democrat policies. He isn't going to talk about the crime wave that's happening because of defunding the police. He's going to blame rural America that's not even in the cities. He's going to blame white people. (laughs) And he's going to blame guns. And he's going to blame the NRA. And he's going to tell you that they're racist. But folks, the true history of the NRA, the National Rifle Association was founded in part way back when. When it was founded, it was founded in part because they wanted to arm black Americans so they could fight back against the people that were hunting them down, many of them Democrats. That is just a hard truth. Uh, folks, I, I, look, if you're out there, and like I was saying, if you're a gun owner, if you're a gun enthusiast, if you, if you enjoy the Second Amendment and you happen to have brown skin or black skin, you can't vote Democrats any longer. They're coming after guns. They want to get rid of the Second Amendment. There is one party in this country that wants to get rid of the Second Amendment, and they're doing everything they can to get rid of the First Amendment. And it's not the Republican Party. It's not the Libertarian Party. It is the Democrat, Progressive, Marxist, Socialist Party. Today's Democrats are not the Kennedy Democrats. They are the Democrats of way before. They're the Democrats of 1865. And they're the Democrats of of, uh, of of today. That that's what they are. They're going to tell you that guns are the evil, and they want to come after them. So if you're a black person in a really bad neighborhood, or a brown person in a really bad neighborhood, and you have a gun to protect yourself, the Democrats want to take it away from you. This is not hyperbole. I am not making it up. Just pay attention. Stop watching CNN and MSNBC only and open your eyes and go do some research and go look at some of the quotes coming out about gun, about guns and about the Second Amendment. You won't find a Democrat today who will stand up for the Second Amendment. Oh, you might hear some pretty words from Joe Manchin. You might hear some pretty words from Kristen Sinema. But watch and pay attention at how they vote. You watch, you look, there's one party that consistently votes against the Second Amendment, that consistently votes against your right to self-protection, and that party is the Democrat Party. So when you hear, when you hear a Democrat tell you that the NRA, the National, National Rifle Association, is racist, you remind them that it was the NRA, the National Rifle Association, that was founded in part to arm black Americans in the South to fight back against the Democrats who were hunting them down. You remind them of that, folks, because they can't tell you anything different because history is on your side. So this is another reason, again, folks, why they're trying to get critical race theory into schools and why they're trying to indoctrinate kids today. Because they want total control of the education system because they want to rewrite all of this history that I'm telling you today. Everything I'm telling you today, they want to rewrite it and they want to do it through the through controlling the education system and through critical race theory. Because they don't want you to know the truth. They don't want you to know the truth and the origins of the Democrat Party. They don't. They don't. Um, 
imagine, folks, imagine what would happen if more black students and Hispanic students were taught the true history of the establishment Democrat Party. Imagine if they were taught. Because you people out there who participate in this wokeism and you want to go run around and cancel people for, for saying something that something they said years ago or something that you think was can be deemed as racist or something, imagine those people being taught the true history because by their mere actions and by their standards, they would have to cancel the Democrat Party. They would have to cancel Pelosi and Schumer and AOC. And uh, my goodness, they would have to cancel Joe Biden. I'm going to get into some things that Joe Biden has said over the years, folks. So if you participate in the wokeism, if you're a sycophant to the letter D, if you think Democrat runs in your DNA and you believe that all other people who disagree with you are racist and you want to cancel people who say things um, that you don't agree with, well, then you're going to have to cancel Joe Biden and Guadalcamala Harris and basically the rest of the Democrat Party, folks. Um, these are just truths. History is on our side. So let me give you, let's see, before we, well, we're coming up, we're coming up to the end of the show. Um, well, I'm sorry. We're coming up to the end of the first hour. Um, when we get to, when we get to the next hour here, folks, stay tuned. Please stay tuned. I am going to tell you the story of a Democrat sheriff versus a Republican sheriff. I'll bet you don't know this history. Well, I'm going to tell you this history when we come back at the top of the hour. So don't go anywhere. You stay tuned because there is a second hour coming up. We will be right back. This is America's Web Radio on Point with Victor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.